Aloha. Ohana. Welcome to the Ronahana Podcast with your host, Brittany. Suck it up, buttercup. Kenny. It puts the lotion in the basket. Donna. You want to run with me? You're taking pictures. And Ryan. Are we really doing this again? Now, let's get ready for some fun times and furlicks. This is the Ronahana Podcast. Aloha, everyone. What's doing, y'all? Hello. Kenny, what's the lotion in the basket? What is that even reference from? <laughs> we want to know. Well, Have maybe now that you uh, phrase it like that, maybe, maybe we don't want to know. <laughs> it puts the lotion in the basket. Silence of the Lambs? I've never seen that. Movie. Silence of the Lambs, yeah. It's in the scene where, uh, God, what's his name? Cowboy Bill or I forgot his name. Either way, the creepy dude dress, cross-dresses as a female and he kidnapped that chick and she's stuck in the hole and he takes her dog from her and then puts the lotion down there so he can, she can put the lotion on her skin to moisturize it so he can strip it off and make a mask. Oh. That movie. Huh. Silence of the Lambs. Not Silence of the Lambs, but uh, yeah, he's Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I've never seen yeah. that movie. So the all, uh, all of this description is just like... Whoosh. Right over my head here. Yeah, it's just a little section of the movie that I thought was funny and kind of stuck with me. And eh, whatever. Funny. Somebody All of that it. sounds so funny. Yeah, I know. Some people will get it. Some people will get it. I like Maybe. the way Kenny says it. He puts the lotion in the basket. Uh, that's just me having fun. Uh, and that's what we're here. We're here to just have a little fun. So that's right. We're putting the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, what have you guys been up to? Anybody <sighs> doing anything fun? I did. I just came back from Fort Lauderdale. I had a great weekend away with some friends. Oh, that's it was fun. A little bit rainy, but we still had a good time. Florida? I know it's not supposed to rain in Florida, and it poured rain in Florida like just all day. I think I had about forty-five minutes of time. They have this great backyard with a tiki bar and the and a pool, and it was lovely and. We got there an extra day early, like knowing they'd have to work and we were just going to be happy sitting in the yard and they live about a mile and a half to two miles from the beach. So we could just have run there, or walk there, or taken bikes there. Nope. <laughs> I sat in the yard. With, I was on a hammock. They have this hammock on their tiki, on their little tiki hut. Half of it was wet. Half of it was dry. And I'm like trying to balance myself and <laughs> stay dry. As and not as flip over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it ended up, I mean, it was a great weekend and we did get some sun on Saturday and did a little, um, bike beach pub crawl along the boardwalk there down at the beach. So it was, that looks so fun. It I was really fun. Yeah. It was great. Good times. Good times. And we also played Jenga that night, but it was like the big Jenga, you know, not the tabletop one. So like the it, big yard Jenga. It wasn't that big like it we set it up on a tabletop and you had to stand up to do it yeah but um but it's just that's a fun game but you know why it's a fun game because you can still like be talking and having conversations you don't really have to think about it yeah like, there's not a whole not lot a of, huge amount yeah. of strategy i mean there is strategy but you know what i mean you don't have to think about it till you get up there but it's i just need to keep that in mind for like like disney races great at race weekends yeah 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 oh, the smoky mountains Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd probably be better because we can drive there. So, I mean, it is kind of big to bring on a plane, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it would be fun. 
Well, they usually have like those types of things at breweries too. Like you find mm-hmm. like a cool brewery or something, they have all sorts of outdoor games like that. So yeah. that reminds me of the uh, brewery we went to in Cincinnati for the Flying Pig. They had all kinds of like indoor games like that. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, Brittany, what's new with you? More much. I was just trying to think, what is new with me? I'm enjoying this week. My kid is uh, making me dinner every night. And it's fabulous. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's been making out some really good stuff. The whole house smells like garlic and it makes me nauseous. (laughs) I I would love that. I love it. I don't Mm. care. He says I have hot breath every night now. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Well, that's cool. I need I need her to come over to my house to train my kids how to cook because I can't cook for, to, like, cook for people. She she's like, please, like people come over. I'll cook for you. I don't know, so, though, Ryan. You're you're Mr. Meat and Potatoes guy. I don't know if you would do <laughs> what Savannah made. Can she make burgers? What about ice cream? <laughs> she would. She would make whatever you want. She needs a recipe. Uh, so well, her meat her miso, her miso salmon is really good. And that's yeah. about one of the main things I've had from her. And it, it just melts in your mouth. It's so good. Dang. Well, and her presentation is on point too. It was just, yeah. it looks beautiful. <laughs> so is, is this like a, uh, like a, uh, a future professional uh, endeavor that she's you looking know, to take on? Asked, it's just that she just so wants to be immersed in the Japanese culture, Yeah, you know, and she, she's always loved cooking and baking and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but now she's just so immersed that she just wants to like do everything. So now she's trying to cook and, and whatnot, um, the foods that she will find when she goes to Japan. So, huh. It's neat. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I I wouldn't know the first thing, um, about Japanese food, sushi. That's about it. And that uh, is not really like even that big of a thing. (laughs) (laughs) See, See? so That's like saying, uh, I guess all American food is like burgers, burgers and fries. fries. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, cool. That's kind of fun. That's kind of fun. I need to, uh, well, I it's, have... it's nice for me. I'm not, I didn't have to do meal prep on Sunday. I mean, my calories are probably not where they should be. <laughs> <laughs> Especially tonight. She made this delicious grilled cheese to go with the miso soup. <sighs> Um, and she had like, even the butter, she made this butter with like the chili oil and, and, red pepper and all sorts of stuff like just so good go ahead and say it garlic go ahead and say it and garlic <laughs> lots of garlic yeah. Oh. Yeah. so kenny are you are you, uh, are you dining in on these these meals as well oh no, hell no i got my own fries pot pie. <laughs> the pot pies yeah. oh pot my god i had i'm one of those strange creatures that has the exact same meal six seven times a week and wow. I'm talking bre- breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No. Get out of here. Pies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? No, Oh, I said same thing. Okay. Yeah, over and over again. And it's, if, I, I look at it. If it sausage and egg biscuit for breakfast. Uh, some kind of turkey sandwich with uh, the taki. Is it taki? What What are those chips? Taki things chips. Yeah, yeah, taki, yeah, taki, yeah. taki, taki chips. Uh, a wee yogurt. Um, yep. And then... The pot pie and, and, oh, and a banana, sorry. Banana. And then a pot pie and French fries for dinner. Huh. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> I get that. I mean, I can be a creature of habit myself, but I mean, at some point, like the taste buds kick in well, and I mean, say, 
This is kind of mix it up. I have my mix up. So right. Fridays we have taco dinner or not taco. Uh, I have tacos, but we have Mexican dinner. So, you know, we have and that then night. The rest of the time it's a chicken pot pie or beef pot pie or a turkey. And there's pot so pie. many of them. Marie, Marie calendars is, is great. She's a great cook. <laughs> She's killing it. I've never met Marie. Uh, I've been to a restaurant in California. Yeah, that was good from what I remember. In years, but anyways, what about them Braves, huh? Yeah, huh? go what Braves. Braves? <laughs> I uh, good lord. Yeah, it's uh, I kind of once the once the Cardinals get out of the baseball playoffs, I, I barely watch uh, the baseball playoffs unless there's like a really good rivalry or a matchup going on, and um, just not a fan of the Dodgers. Cardinals like to whoop up on them. This year they got the best of them. So once the uh, yeah. once the Cardinals got eliminated, I stopped watching and just followed to make sure that the Braves beat the Dodgers. And I just don't want the Astros or the Dodgers to win. That's all. Well, we'll, we'll try to help you on that one as best we can. I say we like I'm playing the sport, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, when we come back from the commercial break, we'll talk about uh, Alabama losing out on a recruit to the University of Missouri. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh, zing. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, where we're going? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I can't even talk college football right now because Mizzou's not great. So we'll save that for another episode. You're not as bad as LSU. That is that is true. That is true. I mean, you're you're not doing too terribly. You're in the not in the bottom five. I would say the SEC, mediocre. Not, not, I'm not mediocre. talking overall. Yeah, yeah. mediocre. So, Donna, what do you think about Mizzou's? <laughs> just yeah, let's go Nets. <laughs> let's go sports, sports ball. Let's go. Uh, hmm. Well, things have, uh, for me, things have settled down uh, to uh, really just kind of getting back into flow of, of life stuff. Because like right there before Boston Marathon, I was like hitting like, a patch where I think I even mentioned on the last episode that had the Boston Marathon been pushed back any later of this year, it might have been difficult for me to pull off just because we're getting into some really thick uh, family stuff where it's just got us chasing folks all around. And uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of settling into that role and I started running again a little bit last week, doing every other day, kind of just uh, continuing the recovery, but also trying to maintain fitness and uh, just build upon where I'm at right now. So, um, but right now it's uh, chasing Colton around hockey games, which is in hockey practices, which is like three or four days a week. And uh, if you could see my face right now, that's what it's like. So we, we, we kind of joked to, to Taylor as she was going through school about, you know, participating in sports and after school activities and whatnot. And she does fine. And, and, uh, you know, student council, and, you know, other, she's got her things, but, uh, sports is not one of them. And so, uh, now that we're here and dealing with Colton and his hockey and whatever else he's got going on, we're like, thank goodness Taylor did not participate in the sports. Cause we could not be chasing around two of them right now going mm-hmm. through sports. So that's where life is at. And that's uh, nothing new and exciting here on my end. Just, uh, just living the life. There you go. Living a lot. 
speaking of kind of getting back into the swing of training, Brittany, I saw you posted the other day on our social. You are putting in some miles still. Still uh, still cranking up. Uh, you got some races. You got some races yeah. on the books, as they say. Yeah, like uh, my friends suck. So. <laughs> you need new friends. <laughs> Right? I really do, man. <laughs> I mean, the good news is I'm not doing the hill training. Yeah, I'm still running and, and uh, go, there's hills, obviously, but I'm not forcing myself to embrace the hills as much. Um, so that's fine. But yeah, I have like a race every stupid month starting next month through like March or some dumb stuff. Um, so... I kind of, I, I looked back and I, my last long run before this past weekend, I don't even, I can't remember when it was. I, it might've even been the race. Like I hadn't gotten back up to that six or seven mile range mm-hmm. that I could find. So goal was six miles. I ended up doing seven, um, this weekend. And then, you know, I'm going to be in a place called Disney next weekend. So I thought I could go over to like wilderness and try to do eight miles. Um, so try to stay in that six to eight mile range forever <laughs> forever and ever and ever the only thing that concerns me is the same friends that suck um keep like throwing things out like marathon and dopey and all that I don't for, know like, why you are surprised at that i think i have a list somewhere that talks about what our plans were and it didn't make Good. any sense to do dopey and an ultra in different years if we're going to be training for one we might as well train for the other bring up and i'm the ultra, quite sure that ultra. you had agreed to that wholeheartedly I was, hoping, I was hoping somebody would get injured <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you wish and for like, let it go um no but so seriously i keep thinking like back in the day what did i do to train and i guess coach ryan i'm gonna have to come to you because i know for chicago there was like an eight mile run of the midweek um, I don't know if I ever did that for just normal training. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I'm going to get a little concerned of whether I can get the miles in that, I, that I'm going to need. So there might even have to be like a talk with my boss to be like, um, I need to either leave early or come in late a few days. A week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, to figure that out. And for the record, I am not responsible for you signing up for any of these races, right? Like I haven't had no, no influence. You're okay. just my coach. You're, you're the one who just <laughs> helps me figure out what my horrible friends have made me do. So. <laughs> how to get out of this situation now that you're in it or how to right, get, right. how to get through this situation now that you're in it. it. Yeah. Right. So your, your first race is space coast though, right? Space coast is November. And then there's this Dallas, half and 5k in december which i have a plane ticket i'm not actually technically signed up for it yet though um but buddy elf is making an appearance for the 5k so i couldn't really say no to that um (laughs) and then buddy elf and then january obviously is marathon weekend where we're doing the 10k and the half right Mm -hmm. 10k and then and then february's princes and march's shamrock Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was something in there with Alabama people, the Feebos, that she wants me to sign up for that I haven't signed up for, but I said I might. And that, but I think that's in like, I don't know, February or something. You know, the Montgomery half marathon, maybe? Maybe, or the, the Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a fun one. That ends mm. at a really good brewery. So which is I, the one that has that. the huge? Oh, is there a, a one that has that really huge metal? That is that Alabama? Is that something else? Yeah, that's the Mercedes. Has like a. I mean, it's a big Mercedes. Bin. Well, there's the Little no, Rock that candy one. There's the oh, Little Rock it. Half Marathon in Arkansas. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing that has, has a dinner plate for a medal yeah. if you yeah, run the that's marathon. Huge. Yeah. That's it's, huge. It's cool. My brother ran the half marathon there one year, and it's a pretty it's a pretty cool medal. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Actually, no, he ran the marathon. I'm sorry, ran the marathon, but it was uh, it's it's huge. So I always want to do the Route 66. Is that the one where it's like a you could you can opt to do the smallest ultra if you just take one no, small no. wrong turn? Small it's like the center of the universe or something. I have to look. There is something where you take just one little wrong turn and it ends up being the smallest ultra. Huh. But you go to like the center of the universe or you go to <laughs> something by doing that. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Look it up because right I'm now. clueless right here. You're, you're asking me and yeah, I, have no I don't idea. know that one either. But interesting. Well, you 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 have a little bit of train um, and you've been running a bit after Mount Rushmore. So. I'm, yeah, I'm still trying to keep up, you know, consistency, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I did have a sad moment this week, and I was telling Donna and, and um, our super secret celebrity friends that uh, I was on the elliptico. I decided to do the elliptico Saturday morning and run Sunday, and it was so cold, Oof. like so cold. Yeah. Um, so it's getting to be where if, you know, I guess if I wait until the afternoon, it wouldn't have been so bad. Um, but especially in the morning, you know, even with a, a wind jack and all that, it was just almost too cold to 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 ride the elliptico. So that's going to be sad when I have to give that one up because I'm still hoping to, you know, do that a couple times a week. Yeah, that's the uh, tis the season, and when when you're yeah. when you're running, it can be chilly. And but I imagine if you're on the elliptical or a bicycle and this type of weather, it's even more even chilly. More. So it's one yeah. of those situations where you and I, you know, I personally get into it every Midwest uh, winter. You get into those where it's just like, man, it is miserably cold out there. I just really do not feel like going out the door. And it's just one of those where you just like you keep talking yourself, trying out of it as you're walking out the door. And sometimes you end up layering up so much because you're like, this is going to be brutally cold and you overdress and you, you know, you start sweating like crazy. But um, <laughs> whatever gets out the door and that's that's all. I mean, you, you said consistency, trying to be consistent. And that is really honestly the most important thing with training for these races uh, is to, you know, just be consistent. You get out there for for something running elliptico. Um, putting in some time exercise on there and it makes these events more enjoyable whenever you get to them and you can do them without, you know, absolutely straining, you know, you can take it however you want, but no, I think you'll be fine. Just, you know, keep working it in and work the elliptical as long as you can. And if it is too miserable outside, then, then maybe see if you have any options to take, uh, take it to indoors. I I, have a trainer, but it's just, it's not the same. And it's so boring. I get it. I give big props to people that train indoors for bikes. You know, like I see it all the time where they've gone like two, three hours and I know you can put a movie on, but it made me a bike's different than the elliptico, but you know, you still have the resistance and all that on the elliptico. And it's just, it's just not as fun. I like to be going. I get it. I get it. I cannot stand 
cannot stand running on treadmills. I would would just assume be outside as long as it's not lightning, as long as there's not ice uh, on the streets, I would be outside. And there were times where it was below zero outside and now I'm outside. And that's when you pretty much can't see anything, you know, any skin at all. And I'm even wearing sunglasses to keep the wind from uh, freezing my eyelids shut. But um, it's not fun, but kind of makes you feel like a badass sometimes. So, um, right. so yeah, well, keep working, B. It, it, it'll, uh, it'll make these events um, more enjoyable for you. And uh, heck, you're, you're, you're getting benefits out of it, just getting out the door and getting a little work well, in. I'm so. still on the high from, you know, watching you at Boston. <laughs> so I still feel like I'm enjoying myself when I'm running, yeah. which, you know kind of weird and new um but it is fun no i'm 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 enjoying it again so i'm going to continue just baby steps and and you know that kind of thing but trying to stay consistent and yeah i mean when the cold hits i know that i i tend to go out with like fuzzy pajama pants over (laughs) leggings (laughs) and i never quite you know care i just keep them on it's good it's all good i have some uh some full tights that are, they actually are like, I say wind resistant is coming to my mind, but they're like, they're, they're basically designed for, you know, thermal. And I put those on, especially like in the zero degree running temps. And it doesn't, I mean, my legs are fine. You know, I don't get it. And I'm usually layering my upper body. So yeah, it's getting to that time of the season of, of layering. Actually I ran out, I ran out the other day and it was like, I looked out the window. I looked on the app first to see what the temperature was outside. It was like mid forties and mid forties is great racing weather. If I were racing, I would be in a tank top shorts or half tights and might have arm sleeves on at least, or in probably gloves for a part of the race. But you know, those would probably be discarded at some point during the race. Um, but I look out the window and it was so gloomy and miserable looking the sky was gray the leaves are starting i mean some of the colors have already changed some of the trees have already lost a bit of leaves and it just looked miserable outside and so i'm putting on full tights i've got a long sleeve shirt a jacket i've got a thick sock cap on i've got gloves and i'm like all right i'm just gonna go out there and and uh slay this easy run five miles and i'm going super slow on this and uh go out and run and i'm like uh mile in and i'm like i'm way overdressed <laughs> off comes the sock hat <laughs> off come the gloves i wanted to take the jacket off but uh stayed on and i was yeah so it's i'm in that hard. funny stage this is it's, it's hard funny yeah stage right now i agree cool i went out this morning and it was like 50 degrees so same thing you know if you're racing that's like ideal but leaving my house in a tank top and a pair of shorts or a skirt. And I feel like I'm going to freeze to death, but once you get going, it's not so bad. Yeah. It always takes a mile or so to get warmed up. And then, yeah, your pockets just fill with everything you didn't need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's important though, too, is that as you get into these colder months, um, making sure you do get in a good warm up because that can actually really change the mindset of your run and at least when you get started because then that first mile is less miserable whereas if you're using that first mile to really try to get you know your warm-up in so i don't know i usually try to do my warm-ups indoors so that way i can kind of really 
warm up and start to build a little bit of sweat when I get outside and it's not nearly as bad for a brief moment. You feel like you're warm. So what do you do to warm up? Cause I don't do that at all. No, I don't either. That's a great question. <laughs> um, I go through a pretty standard series of, um, like knee lifts and kind of butt kick type things. I should do like a video on this. This feels you like should, a, I was just thinking that. There you go. Put it up on the Facebook page. Right. Should, should do like a little little video. I don't know. Maybe there's other people that are kind of curious. I remember um, when you did give me some coaching things to do. They were like hip swings and yeah, um, yeah, yeah rotation legs, things, legs swings. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do a, a pretty standard set. I mean, my it's kind of modified over the years. Um, one of my original coaches, he had me go through this. Uh, what was called like a lunge matrix. Um, and there is a uh, guy who had developed it, and it was kind of based off of that. Um, and then we kind of modified it. And then I think I was probably doing because I would do these lunges before every run. So if you're doing like a, a set of forward lunges and a set of backward lunges, a set of side lunges and whatnot, you're probably doing 50 to 60 lunges per leg before every run. And if you're Jeez. running six, seven times a week for however long, that's a lot of lunges. That's a lot of lunges. And so it's like... It's that little bit of uh, strength work, even though it's like only one set of 10 on this side, one set of 10 on that side, right? It's not much in that exact moment, but over time it builds up and can add to your, you know, supplement your, your training with strength training. So I've got a little routine that I go through that incorporates some of that with uh, some like single leg deadlifts and jumping jacks. It's, I mean, and sometimes if I run in short on time, I'll, I'll cut a few things out of it, but yeah, I should probably do like a little video that maybe that will you should yeah. help people. I don't know. Um, yeah, I always warm up. I very rarely, I don't always do a cool down cause sometimes I'm usually running tight on time, but I don't do either. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll work running, on this. The deep. We'll work on this together. Same maybe that will help your winter training. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I put the heated seats on. That's my cool down. <laughs> And I guess laying out with the heated seats. Heck yeah, man. That's the best like recovery for your, your legs because it goes to your lower back and your legs. And your buttocks. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> She's not kidding with the heated seats. I'm not. They <laughs> They're were on awesome. earlier. They're so great. Yeah. They're they are nice. It's an it's a nice, nice perk. I wish when I had the heated like um wheel. Steering wheel? Do y'all have that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that's nice. I'm not a uh, I'm not a minivan person, but Gina really wanted a minivan because you know we got three kids and we're chasing them all around, and it's just more convenient. So I, I will say that. But she got the minivan of all minivans because not only does it have CarPlay, which is like almost a must now for me in any car, but it's got heated steering wheel seats, uh, heating steering wheel, heated seats. Like even the rear seats are heated, like the nice. passenger seats in the back. And the front seats are also vented. So in the summer, you can turn on vents so they like blow like this like cool air out of them. I'm like, what the hell is this? Wait, you get cool air blowing up your butt? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's like a little breeze and it's like, whew. Kenny would really like that. Yeah, so I trade you a minivan for your Jeep, Kenny. Uh, No, you can have that minivan. (laughs) (laughs) That Jeep's almost paid off. No. Uh, So Donna, how is your training going? Do you mm. have do you have as many races as Brittany? Um, well, I only am missing, I guess, 
Well, no, I don't. No, I don't. I have a race this weekend. I'm doing the 10K across the bay. So I'm running over the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, which I'm looking forward to. It's just point to point. Uh, you start on one side and go to the other because this bridge in Maryland that goes over the bay, it's there's like two of them next to each other. So one goes one way and one comes the other way. So um, they will bus us back when we're done with it. But I've, I've never done it before. I'm kind of excited about it. Um, I had kind of planned on training a little bit harder for it. Um, I didn't think I would PR it because of the, the incline of the bridge, but I did want to go a little faster. And, you know, when I was in Fort Lauderdale, I ran with this girlfriend of mine who we've run together for years and she's always faster than me. And I was determined this year to like beef up my training so that I could keep up with her and didn't feel like she was like dragging me around and didn't do it. So the, we did two, we did a six mile run and a five mile run and they were both great. I mean, beautiful, got to see the sunrise on the beach and, you know, I love running down there, but I just felt like I was constantly slowing her down. I hated that, but it's my Donna, own fault. You should have gotten her drunk the night before. <laughs> um, she, she's a beast. She, this woman, I don't know how she, she, she works like crazy amounts of hours and she gets zero sleep. I don't know how she functions, but she get a lot of this. She will run six miles in place in her house sometimes. Wait, what? what? Why? Yeah. I, just if it's too dark to go out or I don't know. She, But I couldn't believe that she said that she did that. This is like a like where those place? weird COVID stories just where guys in, are doing like marathons around their living room. What in exactly. the world? Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a time. Th- I don't know. But she, anyway, she can whip my butt when it comes to running. And so it gets me to thinking, like, why am I not able to do this? And it's not that I'm not able. I know I can do it. But I don't push myself. I think of you, Ryan, when you say, you know, running can be is only not challenging when we don't challenge ourselves anymore. And I guess I don't challenge myself. I don't. And I don't know why, because I want these things, but then I just like fizzle out. And I don't know if it's my circumstances right now. I don't know if it's that I don't have a real goal race to think about. And I've got a ton of travel coming up these next couple of months and a baby, you know, grandbaby coming and just a lot happening. So I don't know. I don't know if I just get like, oh, I'm not going to be able to be consistent because of places I'm going and things that I'm doing or what it is, but it's kind of frustrating to me. So I have this 10 K on Sunday, then I don't have any races in November or December, at least right now I don't. Um, And then I just have Disney ones, which, you know, I want to be able to run them without issue, but I know they're not going to be super fast either. So it's not like I quote unquote, worry about those. I just train for the miles, not for the time, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I can't decide if I want to try and get a goal race in there and then make myself do something. Or if I'm just kind of saying, I'm just running for fun these days. I don't know. I mean, I, I hate that because I really want to do better. Yeah. But, but I, then I don't, I can get it. I can, I can understand the, the kind of you're on a, you're on a fence more or less in two different mm-hmm. directions. And and one is, um, accepting, you know, you got a lot going on and in, in, in life and, and it is what it is. And, and that's the, uh, the focus or, you know, without any goal race, I, I, 
I hesitate to even say goal race, but like with any any race that you're necessarily target or training on, you really don't have. Um, it's hard to develop a focus or a direction or you know a means to an end in your training, mm-hmm. and not necessarily an end, but like a direction. And right. when you don't have that. Um, on the books, it doesn't even have to be a, a physical in-person race that you're signing up for. Like maybe you're just going to do a time trial for, you know, yourself around the neighborhood or something like that. But when you don't have some sort of, um, milestone, um, you know, out in front of you, it's, it's hard to really gauge training. Um, and, and, and it's more or less like, um, staying in maintenance mode um, with training. So when you're kind of in between races or anything and you don't um, don't have anything necessarily um, that you're working towards, you can go into like a maintenance mode where you're just maintaining some steady miles, uh, mostly easy, which your training should be anyways. But uh, then you can throw like a fart liquor or something in there, you know, once a week just to kind of get a l- little bit of speed going in. Um, it doesn't even have to be long, you know, maybe you run for a minute and you back off to run easy pace for another minute and then run hard for another minute and do that, you know, 10 times and you get 10 minutes of hard work into it. I mean, just having like a one, like little bitty mini workout a week can give you enough to kind of keep speed going. And that will help transition that, you know, Hey, I want to sign up for this half marathon, um, you know, in 10 weeks, you know, then, then you're- I, that, that's kind of mind blowing to me though. Then, and that's where I don't know where my real ability is because I really enjoy doing speed work. I like that a lot. And when I have ever done it and plugged it into any kind of training program, I can almost always beat the time that whoever said like that I should be hitting for these certain marks. Like I can do short distances fast, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem to pay off in my, like in my longer runs. It doesn't, I like, when do I ever get the fast mile? It just doesn't happen. So I don't know what I do wrong there. It might just, I don't know. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's necessary or critical whenever you're, you you plan and how you stack it up, you know, your progressions of this week, I'm doing this and this week I'm, you know, um, my fart licks are going to be slightly different, but they become a little bit more difficult or more challenging. Um, yeah. I mean, another, another easy way to kind of build up a little bit speed is, you know, if you've got a five or six miler is run the first four miles easy. And then that last mile, pick up the pace or do progression runs where you start out really easy, uh, for the first mile. And then after the first mile warm up, then you start dropping down, you know, 20 or 30 seconds each mile until you get to mile five or six. And, you know, and some people will say, okay, my last mile is going to be like, um, 20 seconds below my marathon pace. Um, and then you count backwards from there and say, okay, my first mile is going to be a warm up, And then after that, maybe it's, um, maybe it's nine 45 for my second mile. And then, you know, nine 30 for the third mile and then nine 15 and then nine minutes. And then, you know, eight 45. Um, those are just like really simple, easy ways to kind of get a little, uh, speed work in without like you know, to kind of break up the week. So if you got one of those runs and then everything else is easy, then, you know, you're just kind of in maintenance mode. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, unless you get a race on the ca- or something that you shoot towards. Yeah. Um, but I think I think you're you're. I, I can't say. I mean, it, it, you you would know your schedule better than any of us. But I, you know, if you're in a spot where it is challenging to to forecast, you know, a a targeted race anytime soon, then then go in go in maintenance mode. Just keep your mileage um, steady, comfortable, easy runs, and then throw in a fartlek or a progression run or something. You know, once a week just to just to maintain. Okay. I also really like the Jack Daniels um, speed training parts of it because like before I did that one that and Jack Daniels was the one that um, Ryan recommended for me. Um, it was like what he just said, like do fart like, well, I don't know what a fart like is. So I would just like be on a treadmill, which because it forces me to go mm-hmm. a certain speed, mm-hmm. um, I would just go for like 0.10 or 0.15 or 0.2 and then walk for a minute. And I would just do that. And it was very boring, but the Jack Daniels, there was all sorts of different ones that you would do. So you do like an easy one mile and then you do a mile at race pace. And then you do, you know, four minutes of this with mm-hmm. four minute break. You know, it just was like four or five different ways of, of speed work in one workout. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that that was way more fun. And it ended up like eight miles would just fly by. I, um, I think I did a workout with you once yeah. When we're we were doing, doing that. that. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yep. Um, at that park by your house. Yeah, at the soccer so, place. and I, I just, you know, so I would find something like that too. And also I, I get just wanting to beat somebody, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, that was a very generalized statement. So also, you know, you chase that under two hours and you got it finally. Mm-hmm, finally. So now change your time. Like what is your new goal right. and work towards that instead of just beating your nemesis which I, she's, she's not my nemesis. She's, <laughs> but, she's not. She's a good friend of mine. We all have that person that does push us yeah. that we just want to either keep up or be better than. Right. And it, it's in True. wholesome goodness fun. I get it. I mean, you pushed me and I'm still like finally sucking up that, you know, I'm better than what I had been doing. So I'm still like surprised when I look down and I'm doing 10 30 or 10. <laughs> it's it's i think it's fine in some instances to find someone to you know kind of you know compete even if it is only in in your own mind but you do have to be careful about that because sometimes you you can see their success and and maybe you're not as successful and it really will right. it really will you know bum you out or you know bring down the mood and maybe even want you to give it up all together because you're not seeing the same success, but, um, it's all different. It's all relative. Um, their conditions might be completely different. Their life may be completely different. And, um, that's what she's obviously crazy. If she can run in place for six miles, I know, yeah, right. I know. So, so <laughs> anyone that crazy, you really don't want to try to compete with, right? You're not in the same circle. Right? <laughs> But no, I totally, I, I totally get it, Donna. I, I understand that you're kind of, you're kind of, you feel like you're, um, flailing around a little bit, you know, kind of running on a whim, but you know, if you stay again, consistent, you know, getting in three to four runs or whatever you can get in, in a week. And, um, like I said, you know, one long run, uh, two short and easy, and then maybe one in between the short and easies. That's kind of a, a short, speed play um run and 
that's pretty good maintenance. And your long run doesn't have to continue to build, right? You know, it, if you're not training for a marathon or a half marathon, you, you don't have to keep increasing that long run. Your long run can just be relative to the other shorter runs. So if you're running, you know, 45 minutes during the week, you know, your long run on the weekend might be, you know, an hour and 15 minutes or, or mm-hmm. something like that. I mean, it does, doesn't have to be crazy. It's just got to be consistent. And then yeah. whenever you get your race set and you've got something on the books that you're wanting to target, then you start ramping up and you've got a good base to go with it. So, and you don't have to rebuild all those miles, you know, because you, you know, you, you halted for multiple weeks and, uh, you got to rebuild from scratch. I mean, you still not necessarily be rebuilding from scratch even at that point, but you know, we all need breaks and stuff too. So take what life's given to you and just, just get in when you can get in and no pressure unless you feel like you've got to put something on the books and then give it hell. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what we can do. I just probably talked in a big circle. That's what it sounded like, but <laughs> all I can say is I can it's sympathize with it's you because it's all good. yeah, I, I, I can, I can understand it. I'm at a point, uh, post Boston where, uh, you had a big, big goal set and uh, you chased it for a few years and you checked the darn thing off. And then it's like, what's next? And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I started running, I think I said earlier, or started running again uh, last week a bit. Yeah, every other day, getting in five, six miles and um, continuing that this week. And if things are going well, you know, I might, uh, might add another back in and, and slowly build back up, but just kind of, uh, still recovering process and trying to figure out that question because in this position, it's not uncommon for runners to feel after they've checked off a, uh, a big goal, whether it's uh, a PR or a distance race or a specific race like the Boston marathon or some ultra it's, um, it's easy to get into a lull, um, and kind of even bummed out about it because you feel like you had so much value or worth tied to that specific goal. And now that it's done and checked off, you feel like, huh, well, if I've already checked off the Boston marathon and I've already worked for it, what's next, you know, where's, where's my value and where's my why. And, And that's where I think, you know, having a deeper why beyond a specific race or a specific time, uh, allows you to kind of keep getting out the door and stay out of these lulls. So, um, I've got some ideas, uh, nothing concrete yet. Um, uh, I have thought of some charity stuff. I've, I think I talked to you guys a little bit mm-hmm. about that at one point that I had on one of my long runs, I had an idea for uh, a charity fundraiser thing that I wanted to do, uh, centered around running and basically putting some fitness to, uh, uh a greater purpose. And, uh, I'm not sure if I'll be able to swing that this fall. Um, so maybe in the spring or next fall, uh, considering doing that. Uh, I want to get into shorter races and get faster in those shorter races um, because I want to do another marathon. I've still got big marathon goals and a lot of them are time-based. Um, so are, there spe- are they specific marathons or are they? it's just time-based in any marathon it's mostly just time-based right now um i am a hundred percent going back to boston at some point um i was looking at that earlier and i 
Um, I don't think it's going to be t- next year. April is just a really quick turnaround from this fall. Mm-hmm. And we've got, like I said, we've got a lot going on this fall and winter. Um, and then we've got uh, a big family vacation to Disney in May. Um, so to kind of swing something in April would probably be asking a bit much. Um, so right now I'm thinking I'll be back in Boston in 2023. So um, so that's a goal race. It's out there. Um, I'll probably race it again like I did this time. Um, but I want to, I want to drop down sometimes a bit, um, on my marathon and I don't know. It's just, I don't know how many more years I'm actually going to have of being able to set like PRs and be able to run fast. And I do have some time goals that I want to get out there, um, that I want to try to do it while I, I still can. Um, so, um, but I think my next race, I only have one race on the actual books, uh, post Boston. And that is the Walt Disney world, uh, marathon weekend, 10 K. So, uh, and I'm going to race that thing. I, there's this weird thing that I've always wanted to race a Disney race. Um, I thought about the 10K and the 5K, not so much the 5K, mostly the 10K because the uh, the boardwalk area, just mm-hmm. running through there. I know it's kind of dangerous, especially when the boardwalk is wet, uh, but I just wanted to race uh, uh, that race or potentially going through the castle. And and I think with my focus on short distance, I think I want to race the 10K uh, at Disney World and uh, look at age grouping um, or maybe better, but uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, the big question is, are you going to wait around for us? Because we're <laughs> yeah. going to be like two and a half You can go back and shower. You'll <laughs> be able to go home and shower, maybe get breakfast before we're done. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll definitely hang out. And shower, get breakfast, and see us on the boardwalk as we kind of run by. <laughs> oh, maybe. yeah. I go back to the boardwalk bakery and, and get and, there you go. and refuel and cheer on. So, yeah. That's right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll see if I can jump alongside of Pelkey there and cheer you guys through. So that would be kind of fun, but that would be fun. Uh, uh, yeah. So I'll race that and have fun that weekend. And, uh, I talked to myself in and out of doing the half marathon. It sold out a few times uh, when I would go to get it. And I just kind of took that as a, as a sign that I really wasn't, um, into it i mean i, I want to do it because uh, i would i would race it for fun and 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 hang out but i don't know it's one of these things that i'm I mean, the reason why i really chose this race to run a disney race uh is because i think like some of the experiences that are going to be on the course are going to be quite a bit different from what we we're familiar mm-hmm. with and so yeah, right um so i thought if this is if, if i was going to race a <gasps> disney race yeah, it, the half marathon is open it's open right now. Do it now. Go register. Sign up Ryan. right now. Stop thinking about it. Holy cow. Stop thinking about it. We can pause. Go yes. sign up. Oh my gosh. I knew you were looking up, Donna. I knew <laughs> oh my <it>. goodness. <laughs> Well, here, we're going to put Sign this to right the, now. We're going to put this to the test. I'm going to finish this episode. And if the race is still open, I'll sign up. If it's closed, no, it is what it is. It's open right now. It's Do open it. right now. Ryan. Oh. Every time he smoothes and loses. Ryan. I've got to put it to the universe. If the universe wants me to be there, it will be open still. The universe just spoke right now. (laughs) 
Uh, see, oh this my is, gosh. This is the fence that I'm sitting on. It's like, I want to, I want to do it, but I also don't want to do it. You're already going to be Why would you there? not want to do it? We're going to have Cobra Kai costumes. <laughs> Folks, this is how you, this is how Brittany <laughs> signs up for so up. many races. That's right. <laughs> Sign I up right be- now. I can't believe I'm looking at this and you're not taking advantage of it. I can't believe it. <laughs> the universe is speaking. It opened just as you I, said you wish you could do it. I it did not closing. believe that this was going to be the thing that I was looking at when I, holy cow. Ryan. What other races up, are man. open? Just sign up. Just what sign other, up. What other races are open? None. No other races. If that's not the universe, I don't know what is. Exactly. Not even Dopey is open anymore. Everything is sold out. Uh, it would be so sad, Ryan, if you come that weekend and you race the 10K, you, you have sad. no time to run with us. You'll be sad. Well, I'll be so cheering sad. you guys on. Not the same. Not the same. Sure it is. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do 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 speaking of costumes i have been thinking about that and i saw somebody who was dressed in a cobra Kai thing for halloween and i'm trying to figure out how to make that work for a costume like you know the best look is that like crisscross shirt you know like it's like a robe that we yeah yeah so I don't know if there's just like a ribbon that we could kind of put on the shirt. To make Holy it look like smokes. That. Hold on here. What? Was proof of time supposed to be submitted by October 12th? I don't know, but you're just now signing up. So you'd still be able to submit it. No, I didn't submit a proof of time with my 10 K when I registered. <gasps> uh, you don't have to do it for 10 K. Do you No, 10 no. K. You just have to give an estimated time. Yeah. Half marathon and marathon you do. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm quite sure. Well, I don't even have my race. I got to do my race time and everything. Just do it. It's fine. It's already past my bedtime. What's another few more minutes? I have to have like a website URL and everything. Like I can't, I can't do this right now. Oh my God. I could do it. I don't know what the race you're You can just is. go back in and get it. Oh my gosh. I can go back just in and get it. In. You can go back in and redo yes. it. You can edit your registration. Yes. But it says, uh, you are still able to submit a valid proof of time at the point of registration. After you conclude the registration process, you will not be able to uh. add or edit proof of time. But all you have to do is go to Boston's website and just yeah, copy that exactly. URL. I could probably copy and paste it for you. Right. For sakes. Oh my gosh. I feel so pressured. Have them sign you up. It'll be open when we're done writing. I'm halfway through the registration process and I, 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 it stresses me out just sitting there all looking right, at fine. the proof of okay. time. All right. All right. Then wrap this up so you can go do it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, so now we've just totally got, just got derailed, but. Anyways. So that was a fun little derailment. What are friends for? <laughs> Influence on race signups. Brittany, this is exactly how you ended up in this position. I, I know that I just, I'm so glad right now that you see how I feel. 
And I did not influence you to sign up for any of those races. And look what you're doing. We are 100% going to influence you to pressure you (laughs) and pressure you to sign up for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because misery loves company. Let's go. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And you know it. So sign up. All right. All right. You will have FOMO if you don't. Oh, yeah, you will. Mm Mm-hmm. So enough about training updates, right? We all talk about yeah, training updates. Uh, Kendrick, got a little uh, update for us, right? Uh, nothing as of yet, but we're getting closer. Um, I think the 11th of November is when I go for pre-surgery, so that's when I'll get all the do's, don'ts, and what to expect. And then the 17th, I'll be loopy, which would be a great time to record a, uh, <laughs> an episode if you'd like. Um, and after that, we'll just see what happens. Um, my biggest fear about this whole process is I'm a toss and turner when it, uh, you know, comes time to sleep in the bed and that's not a good thing, especially when you have soul, shoulder surgery. Yeah. I get it. When your wife toss and turns a lot too. And you, know, that too and you got, you know, a yeah. dog between us and she dog. likes to cuddle. Yeah, he doesn't so, care. I don't know. It's going to be a little trial, trial and error. And, you know, I have to learn how to use my left hand for a little bit of everything. <laughs> Including wiping your own butt. Just try not to wake me up, Kenny. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love you, dear. But, um, yeah. So all this oh. in, the, in the work. So you got the shoulder. And then after that, you said you were looking at uh, maybe getting the knees worked uh, on. Yep. I got to do both knees and then I should be good to go. Um, and I, I, I actually asked the guy that I've, I've seen, I actually seen two different um, orthopedic surgeons and they definitely said that your shoulder is the very first thing you should take care of because being a partial tear, you don't want it to go full tear because that will just completely screw you over altogether. Right. So, and they, and they, and I, you know, they said that the recovery time, yeah, it's longer, but it's definitely more important that you follow what they set out for you to do because it's such a time consuming thing and such a uh, um, vital part of your body that requires the most attention to recover is that cuff. Hmm. Um, as far as the knees go, I mean, they just basically, what he, from what he said was you just kind of fall off the, um, a little bit of the bone segments where it's like serrated where arthritis comes in. That's all arthritis is. It's just like serrated parts of your bone where it's wear and tear. Mm-hmm. And then your meniscus is like your, um, your buffer pad, your cushion between the two two joints. And um, they just go through and they shave it down to where it's smooth and you're off and good to go. And the recovery time on that, you know, two weeks to a month versus six months. Hmm. So. Right, well, hopefully, oh, yeah. uh, hopefully you'll be all oh, fixed yeah. up for uh, Dopey 2023. Well, <laughs> I, that's, you know, lofty goals here and I'm all for it. We'll see how it goes between them. Oh, it'll be great to have you back. Well, I'm not going to. Yeah, I would I'm not, love to be back. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's probably it's probably a lot, especially coming off of multiple surgeries, trying to uh, to build up for for a dopey challenge. But um, I honestly, but it is just Disney. It is just Disney, but yeah, you can yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, at le- even even if Marie Callender's pot pies, though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you know, I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna enjoy what I got now, and then I'm gonna have to eventually tailor my diet to something a little dr- dramatically different after uh, uh, you know, back in the game, obviously. But it'd be nice to be off the sidelines and 
back in action. I'm, I'm not looking to like set records, break goals or anything like that. I'm just trying to get back out there and then enjoy everybody's company and then outdoors. Yeah. Be nice That's to have a running good. partner again. Mm-hmm. There you go. Amen. All right. Uh, Donna. Yeah. Yeah, we're approaching Halloween. Mm-hmm. Got a running bunny for us? I do. You want laughs? We got them. A runny funny. Okay. What do you call a vampire who runs? What do you call a vampire what? who runs? Mm-hmm. No idea. Count Dracula. But um. <laughs> <laughs> That was a runny funny. Nice. And along those lines, I thought we could also do a little bit of a photo challenge. And now it's time for a run Ohana photo challenge with Donna. Guys, hold up. I want to take a picture. Oh, my God, you guys. She wants another picture. Yes. We haven't had um, one of those in a while. We haven't. And I mean... I think people will kind of do it by default, but if you want to tag us in your pictures, we love to see them and share them. And, you know, just go with the fall fall theming. I'm not sure exactly when this is going to come out, so we might miss Halloween, but if you've got um, any costumes you want to share, we always love to see those. But just like the fall foliage, I I find myself taking pictures of trees all the time just because the the, um, colors are, are great against the blue sky. Um, so we'd love to see pumpkins. We'd love to see fall stuff. Any, if you're going to be in a turkey trot, you know, show us what you're wearing for that. Um, just any kind of fall, festive, holiday-ish type stuff. Send it our way. And that was a photo challenge with Donna. All right. Any other, uh, any other fun updates or anything? Otherwise, uh, I got a game we can play. You guys want to play a game? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, so we played once before. We played that uh, "Who in the Room" game. You mm-hmm. know, I'll read a little uh, a little line, and then uh, then we decide who in the room, or in this case, since we're not all in the same room, who in the podcast um, uh, would would kind of best uh, best fit the scenario here. Remember uh, the last time we had. Uh, the one that kind of grossed a lot of people out was who is most likely to chew on a toenail, and nobody, <laughs> no, nobody really wanted to to own that one except for yours truly. I was fine. Uh, I think we also did uh, was who's motivational speaker who was most likely to run a cupid undie run. So it was kind of kind of fun, entertaining, if not only for our own sake. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got a few more, a few more okay. questions for who in the room, or in this case, Bring it on. who on the podcast uh, would this fit? So uh, I'll ask the question, and uh, how did we do it last time? Everybody just shout out the answers. We just went around. Yeah, we just went around. Okay, all right. So we can just go around and uh, uh, let's see. Um, st- start us off. Who in the room, who is most likely to barf on Space Mountain? <laughs> oh, that's This is me. easy. This is an easy one. That's totally me. This is definitely Donna. <laughs> Ryan yeah, thinks he's going to get me. A lot of crazy he, food. I'm good. So. He thinks he's going to get me on Space Mountain for Marathon Weekend. We'll see. 
<laughs> Have you never ridden a uh, space mountain? Oh no, I've been on it. Um, I've been on it a couple of times, but I don't, I don't like it. And I make this weird groaning noise the whole time. I just, I can't even help it. And my, when I was little, like the first time I ever went on it, maybe I was seven years old. I got off it. And my father said to me, I've never seen someone actually look green. (laughs) (laughs) That looks like the emoji, the barfing emoji. Uh, Who in the room is most likely to go viral on TikTok? I want to do it so bad. I think that could be Brittany. I think that so could be bad. Brittany. I have so many ideas, and yet TikTok just doesn't work on my phone. <laughs> I actually thought this was going to be Brittany with Kenny a very close second here. Yeah. Yep. I was imagining yep. Kenny's belching, uh, belching <laughs> challenge of going viral on TikTok. Yeah. I don't. I don't do TikTok. Like I don't even have a TikTok account. Uh, you don't. don't you don't need to have one. it. You don't need to have the account to go viral. Somebody else who has an account can record you and you can go viral. So that's that's the content we'll look we use. Um, yeah, so I think I think we're all pretty close uh, in agreeing here that, that Brittany would be the next one. Uh, most likely to eat something gross on a dare. Brittany, who do you think this is? I mean, Kenny would definitely do it. And sadly, I, I, I would. I would. That was going to be my choice too, Kenny. Like Although now that he says he, there's certain things he's not eating that Savannah makes. I'm wondering no, is is no, he really I, that? I, 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 is smells he be, get me. It's not. It's not the. It's not the, the what I see or the texture. It's the smell. Hmm. Uh, there's That's no way I can do it. Well, that, I that, still on a dare. On a dare, you could do well, it, right? Just hold your so nose. What, so what type? So like that survivor crap, where you eat yeah. bugs and stuff. I'm no, completely no. out. No, <laughs> there's but no way. You just want to mix up some some weird food. I I've done that. So so you're a, a safe daredevil, daredevil, right? Yeah, I'm not doing the bugs, but Ryan, I could kind of see you eating some bugs. Mm. Mm. The gro- the, uh, the the closest thing that I could fit into this sentence. I was going to go with Kenny, by the way, because I, I feel like Kenny's got mm-hmm. this. Uh, the sensation to he wanted to yeah, eat like you some crazy confused with hot and spicy versus yeah well gross yeah and yeah maybe I mean the grossest thing that I can come up with was this challenge that uh, I wanted fifty cents to buy a, a, an ice cream bar at lunchtime when I was in school and a uh, kid told me he'd give me fifty cents if I put ketchup in my chocolate milk and drank it um, so I did I wanted that That's ice the kind cream. of crap I did. Yeah, and it was it was elementary school. It's like mix up all of this and eat it. Yeah, and and my favorite Ugh. gross thing to eat ever, which everybody else is like, oh, this is gross. But to me, this is like, this is delicious, delightfully delicious, macaroni and cheese with a scoop of cinnamon applesauce on top of it. Think me later. <laughs> well, you know, the real the reality is people have like don't they put cheese on like apple pies and stuff? I feel like cheese and apples is not that crazy well, of a I mean, I dip I do like apples in a fondue and a cheese fondue. So it's not That is actually very good. But yeah. also, I worked at Red Lobster and back when they had applesauce for the kids meals, that was everybody's favorite thing to do is take them cheddar biscuits and dip it in the applesauce. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm, I tried so it. it so maybe it's not too strange, but I just, I get yeah. a lot of weird looks whenever they see my plate with macaroni and cheese and applesauce drizzled all over the top of it. So yeah. it just goes good together. God, it's, it's not, so good. It's not anything 
I don't think you're going to get <sighs> it's making me hungry right now. But... Just thinking about it, Donna. I'm just, I'm just getting really hungry for macaroni and cheese and applesauce right now. So speaking of hungry, who is most likely to overdose at caramel kush? Well, I think that's either going to be you or me. That could be Ryan or me. Uh, yeah, Easy. You go for the pot, the caramel popcorn. Uh, I'll, no. I'll, I get that to go. I get that to take with me. I eat other stuff while I'm there. Oh, I gotcha. Well, I've Mm -hmm. got to have the s'mores little treats there and anything chocolate and caramel and yeah. I always do the s'mores and I like the, I like the, the chocolate caramel covered pineapple. And Mm -hmm. then there's that marshmallow caramel thing. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Yeah. If if you're not familiar with the place, it's the uh, in the German Pavilion at Epcot. It's so delicious! Just, yeah, you gain you, weight just by smelling the air. Smelling the air. That's true. It's so good. Ah, uh, well, let's excite this one up a little bit. Who is most likely to crap their pants during a run? <laughs> I will take that. I will take it. I would do it. <laughs> I will say myself. I'm right here with you. I will crap my pants. I've nearly done it. I, I have do not it on done purpose. It. Are you saying on purpose? No, not necessarily on purpose, but who's more likely to crap their oh. pants on a run? You don't have the control. Like that turtle head pops for me, but I've got mm-hmm. the control to suck it back in and walk. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm feeling more confident about running. And if I'm not, I'm going to walk because I'm not crapping my pants. Right. I, I, I'm the same way. I, I, I shoot John the little uh, poop emoji text and say, come get me. And I'll, <laughs> walk to, I'll walk to a meeting place, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Well, I find myself um, sometimes in backcountry roads where there is no restroom and it would take someone too long to come mm-hmm. get me. And so uh, uh, every time I find myself in that position and my, my belly's a little rumbly, uh, I, I just hear Brittany telling my voice in my ears, like just speaking, uh, never trust a fart. And, and, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to live a little dangerously. I'm going to let this one slide a little bit. Let's oh, see. No. And, and you just one by one, you kind of let them relief and lo and behold, your stomach feels better. And it's like, huh, look at that daredevil. But, uh, I have caught myself in a few positions where I was like, Oop. I shouldn't have let that one go because I'm on I'm on a a, a really uh, what are you going to do if you're already in the middle of nowhere and you shit your pants? Well, there's cornfields and you know maybe this time of the year the cornfields are down, but you know there's bean fields or there's yeah big I just trees. go on the side of the road before I poop my pants. Yeah, yep. or you and I have. I mean, I have. I've had to do that, but. I peed my fan, pants before. I, yes, run, we all know so that story. I'm just going to just say that I would probably poop my pants before. I'd, I'd probably be a That's little sad about carrying, that one. I started carrying toilet paper in my uh, camel bag just because several times I almost did. <laughs> so if you have to go, at least I have toilet paper with me mm-hmm. or wipes. That's a plus. Who is plus when you're prepared. most likely to oversleep the start of their race? My God, that's my nightmare every time. That's Brittany yeah. all day. I think maybe it's Brittany. It, it's a nightmare of mine, like literal nightmare. Yeah, I think I, that's... I have that. I have that dream all the time. I even had one. I had to stop watching. What was it? We were watching Vikings, and like the dream got really weird, where like this guy killed somebody violently, and 
me and and one of our running friends had to help like bury the body and we couldn't go to the cops because now we knew about it and then we were late to the race <laughs> late to the race after all of that <laughs> after all that we were late to the race so yeah it's Hold gonna up. be is me. that why you're not watching that show anymore yeah i, I started having weird dreams I think I wonder if that's this is part of the reason why runners never really get a full night's sleep before the night of the race is because they they all have this internally in the back of their mind of like oversleeping the race. And you keep waking up and checking the the Mm -hmm. clock. Make sure you didn't miss the alarm. I set I set four alarms. I did for Boston. I had four alarms. Four alarms. Four alarms. And you know what? I woke up before the first one even went off. And it (laughs) yeah, it, it it is it is a fear of mine and i don't think i've ever actually come close to it but I, it is definitely a fear of mine so uh britney you, you you say yourself and and i would say myself as well uh but that would be that'd be a tough one god that, i would i'd be so mad at myself if i did you know i don't know especially a destination race. you know if you're rushing to try to get to the race you don't have all your your pre-poop and pre-stuff oh, done. And, you know, you're just, just a mess. Thrown off the whole just a time. mess. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and you're right. Like, like you never get sleep the night before. So it's, it's most important to get sleep the night before the night before. Yes. Right. I nights. would agree. Uh, I would agree. Uh, <laughs> most likely to become a Bollywood star. Me. I was definitely thinking Brittany on this. You got the Zumba classes. Yeah. The, yeah. The Zumba star. Class. She can move. Get class. out of here. Did you really? It, yeah. When I did the Zumba convention that one year, um, one of the ones I took was the Bollywood and it was so much fun. Huh. So much fun. It's like weird things. With yeah. Your hands, but, yeah. It is so um, fascinating for me to watch. I could just sit there and watch. I think yeah. it was, uh, there was this television show. I don't know if it was on I think it was maybe on ABC or Fox. It was uh, so you think you can dance, and it was like yeah. all these like talented kids, uh, you know, doing showcasing their dancing skills. And when they would do Bollywood uh, week or episode, I was always fascinated by it. So, mm-hmm. but I definitely neat. had Brittany on the mind. Last one, most likely to get the high score on Toy Story Mania. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> me all day uh you have a lot of practice don't you kendrick <laughs> i do i do yeah i i, I think I, I i was gonna say kitty for this it just I seems got like five arms man let me tell you what <laughs> <laughs> i hope your shoulder surgery doesn't ruin that for you <laughs> why do you take him to disney that weekend after i might actually win for a change <laughs> With that, we're going to close out this segment of Who in the Room? (laughs) Double click the mouse fastest. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all I got. Any other questions, things, problems, things you want to No, we're good. And you need to go register for a half marathon. Yeah, you need to go finish registering. I just checked. It's still open. It's still open. The universe is talking. The universe is talking. Yes, right. Sure is. Well, whenever I get off this episode, I'm going to go fix some dinner. And after a dinner, <gasps> I'm going to brush no, my teeth. Ryan. No dinner. No, uh-uh. And uh, if it's still there. I, I, it's, <gasps> oh, my gosh. It's now late and I'm hungry. I haven't ate anything since I got home from work. Jumped on the podcast. Oh, my right gosh. Gosh. Who will be there? The registration may not. So just no. register. 
Yeah. Have Boston bring you something. That'll be fascinating in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Stay tuned to the next episode to see if I actually registered for that. You're such a goob. This is how you battle influence uh, from, from friends. Run the uh-huh. races you want to run. You have no fun. You already want to run it. I know. I do want to run it. I'm, I don't know what. I don't know See? why I'm so indecisive about it. I don't know why. Why are you? I don't know. Jeez. If I knew, I would. I would know the answer whether to sign up or not. Just do it. 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 All right. All That's right. It. Stay Close tuned. It out. That's it. We thank you all for listening to this episode of the Run Hana podcast. If you would like to send us some questions or some feedback or try to influence other hosts to run other races, <laughs> you can do so by sending an email to runohanapodcast at gmail.com. Oh my God. <laughs> at gmail.com and uh, if you would like to help us out by rate and review this show you can do so on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast we thank you you're going to be five stars fool <laughs> and on that uh, appreciate you all for listening and until next time peace and chicken greens